0: at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Score North knows it's been a long winter. Time to dream about the warm weather ahead at the 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. Returning to the Minneapolis Convention Center February 24th through the 26th. For a very limited time, you can get tickets for half price. Visit scorenorth.com right now and use the keyword golfer to save 50% on admission. Your admission ticket also gets you 14 rounds of free golf. Visit scorenorth.com keyword golfer to get this limited deal. See you at the show.
2: Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's
0: Hockey Show.
2: And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. It's Zolgad, it's uh, Declan Goff, and as promised, you're going to see Wild General Manager Bill Guerin joins us, um, as as he's been kind enough to do in the past. And uh, Bill, plenty to get to, plenty to uh, chat about. Um, Off the top, I'd like your answer to this, just as far as your thoughts. Do you, as a guy who played in them as well, do you enjoy what the All-Star weekend and game has become? Because that that caused a lot of discussion about where that's at with the three-on-three now. Do you enjoy this, or or do you have an idea for how we could tweak the All-Star experience again, just from at least an
0: on-ice perspective? On-ice, I'd like to go back to a five-on-five game, to be honest with you. Nobody's going to finish hits. It's not going to be what it used to be. Um, you know, back in like the the eighties and stuff like that. Those I used to live for those All Star games. You know, Wales against the Campbell, and you know they 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 play. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a a five on five game and making it a little bit more realistic. It's just it's just not. It's not. No, no, it, it's not. And okay, I right. I think yep. too, like I'm okay with a six five All Star game. I don't I don't need it to be. 18 to 19, it's after a while, the goals are just like, yeah, big deal. Yes.
2: Well, and you know what? If I was a goalie and I got elected now, I'd say, you know what? Thanks a lot, guys. This is awesome. Stick it in my uh, pro hockey reference bio. I ain't showing up. I feel yeah. bad for those guys. They're just hung out to dry. And it's it's almost embarrassing because how are they supposed to make saves?
0: They're not. Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> not. Okay. All right, sir. We are, uh, if I'm not mistaken by my math, we're 22 days out until the uh, March 3rd trade deadline right now. How active have your conversations been? We've uh, certainly started to see some trades. At this point in time, are you making calls? Are you getting calls? Is it going both ways? And how active do you expect this to be within the next 22 days as far as um, the wild making potential deals?
0: Uh, It's both. You know, I've received, it's starting to pick up a little bit. Um, You know, it was pretty quiet there for a long time. I mean, it's still not, it's not crazy. That's, you know, for, for, for damn sure. But, um, you know, I've made some calls, uh, I've received some, but like, like I said, it's, it has not been crazy. And as for how active we're going to be one way or another, I I don't know yet um, to be honest with you. I mean, we've, we've, you know, we've been in a good spot. Uh, you know, to date, we're still in a, a wild card spot. It's it's not perfect, but I think a lot of a lot of teams would trade places with us. So we're just going to keep uh, keep kind of moving forward and and see what we can do in the next next couple weeks.
1: Billy, uh, obviously, this team's not maybe at the same points they were at this point a season ago. Uh, but at the same time, to your point, they're still in in fighting position to be in the playoffs. Is there something even with how at times inconsistent? This team has played this year uh, compared to last year. Is there something about this team that you actually do like more, or that gives you a little bit more optimism that there is still a playoff run that's in with this team?
0: I, I do. I do. You know, it, it, it's almost like it's two different teams to be quite honest with you. Um, but there, there's a lot I like about this team. Um, you know what I mean? We're we're big. We can play with speed. We can. We can play it any way you want to play it. We have good goaltending. We have, you know, a strong D. That the one thing that everybody's talking about is yeah, we're struggling to score goals, and I think that's the biggest thing that that we've missed from from last year to this year. Um, but no, I, I think there's a lot more that this team can deliver. And to be quite, uh, to be quite frank, they're going. We're going to have to deliver more. Um, we're not playing well enough, and um, I think it's in there.
2: So does the recent stretch of, of games now, because there, there's there been, you know, it started off rocky, it got good, and now it's been, especially to your point, Bill, five on five, it's been a bit rocky again trying to score goals. Does what you have seen now, does it push you more in your job as a GM towards thinking about trades, or does it push you away? Because your, your comment, I think, about a month back now was, this team will basically inform me and tell me what I should do as the deadline approaches. So I'm just curious, does this alter your thinking of, oh my gosh, I've got to go get, you know, for instance, a top six forward or does it actually make you say, I really like my prospects and my draft capital and it's, and it's probably not worth more of an investment for what would end up being a rental.
0: Yeah, I, I think I understand your question. And to me, I mean, look, we, we still have a couple weeks to go before the deadline, so I'm not going to, you know, say anything that, that uh, you know, should be written in stone. Um, but you're right. Like, look, I'm not going to go out and make a trade just to make a trade. If I don't feel it's going to really help us, just to say, hey, look, we got this guy, we tried. If I don't feel like it's really going to help us, we're not going we're gonna, we're to waste the capital to, to do that. Um, you know, and, and kind of on that, I I don't think there's a trade out there that can, that can fix exactly what's going on. What is going on needs to be handled internally first. If it's not handled internally, nothing's coming in from the outside. That's going to, you know, snap your fingers and, oh, it's all fixed. No, first, this has to be taken care of internally.
1: Bill, with, your, uh, with with the prospect... Okay, hold- go ahead, Judd. Yep, go ahead.
2: What is that? D- does that, that mean internally on the ice? Does that mean internally on and off the ice? Like, d- Just expand upon what internally means in this case. The problems that we have
0: are... Um, uh, the problems that we have are, are, are internal. Um, the guys that we have right now that are struggling we need we need to have them find their game we need to have them find their scoring touch we can't bring in guys to say like okay here's here's player a he's going to score all the goals now don't you guys don't worry about that the guys that are struggling right now we we need them to start chipping in again um and look at a lot of guys last year had you know uh, uh you know career years we're not looking for that you know that that's too much to ask for that that's uh, that's just kind of, uh, you know, everybody has one of those years. But um, we could we could take we could get a little more from everybody.
1: Bill, one guy I've seen that's really stepped up more and more on the ice, and I'm kind of curious on how he has kind of matured even off the ice. To your point of you know guys stepping up maybe internally, uh, Joel Erickson-Eck, who 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 is now really has reached a new level to his offensive game i think even a few years ago you came on this podcast and i said you know bill i don't think there's too much more to this offensive game you said no no no. oh there certainly is and, and the guy's been showing up big time over the last two seasons have, have you noticed anything else though not just on the ice but off the ice with him that is there a little bit more confidence a little bit more swagger just to, just to his mantra and whatnot
0: i i think he's a pretty confident guy he's just so quiet like he's not gonna you know, he's not walking around with his chest out or anything like that, but he's, you know, he's such a, a just a, a humble guy, but I think there is an inner confidence to him. And, um, you know, he's got that good edge to his game as well that, that, that he brings every single night, no matter what. And, you know, what I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you finally admitted that you were wrong. <laughs> I was right. And, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for this guy. And, and, you know, he, he's, he's been, uh, He's been very good for us,
2: Bill. To go back to on on potential roster construction right now, when you look at potential deals and and you know, let's say because I, I think that this will be the case, you'll get a you'll get calls on on rentals from teams that like your draft pick status and your uh, and your prospect status. Um, how do you weigh weigh that when you are now like you? When you got here, there is no question that the prospects were few and far between. And you and Judd have worked pretty doggone hard to change that. And that's now changed. This draft is supposedly really, really good. So like when you're assessing, okay, this rental could come in and help. um, And if we were ready to pop for a Stanley Cup, I would do it. But that being said, you've now got, I think, the organization at such a sweet spot. How, How much are you almost protective of that based on the fact that this took a lot of work to get back here or to get here
0: I'm, I'm very protective of it and you, you're right we there's you know it's not just me and John it, it's an entire amateur scouting staff it's entire hockey ops. it's player development it's pro scout everybody that's involved has worked extremely hard to to get back to where we should be and and we're in a very good spot so I'm I'm very protective over it, and um, you know these young players that that you know we're we're talking about. They are they're a big part of the future. A lot of them are the future, um, and you know we have to we have to protect it. We can't, and it's not just that you know uh, you know we're protecting our picks. And we don't want to give a, no. It's just maybe the timing isn't right. Maybe we you know we we have to wait a couple of years to do that and you know I, I, I there are teams in a position to um you know they've built up their 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 prospects and their draft picks so much that yeah they can sacrifice a few and uh you know i i i, I don't think we're there yet do
1: you even think uh, uh billy that there's guys internally obviously with the prospect pool being as deep as it is and and guys having great years in iowa i, I know marco rossi's having a really good season Obviously, you saw Sammy Walker come up here. If it's a couple of games, and he looks pretty confident, is is the answer? Maybe even not just external with trade deadlines. It's more fun and more juicy to talk about. Is there a belief that internally that there's guys you know just down thirty five e here that could potentially help you if if you could call up, call upon them and help you make your roster better?
0: Yeah, it's actually a very good point. You know, uh, you know, like we talked about solving things internally. It could be internally that way. Um, it's not just the guys that are in Minnesota right now, but it could be somebody from Iowa. It could be a you know a Marco Ross or Marco Rossi, Sammy Walker uh, you know and, and any number of guys um, which you know I, I think are all good options as well. so um, like I said over the next couple of weeks we really have to um, kind of fine-tune our fine-tune our uh, the direction that we're going in and, and our game plan but um, right now it's a, it's a, a real, Big time for information gathering.
2: What will be the the trigger for Rossi to get called up? Because I think he's the name that comes off fans' lips very quickly, Bill. And, and clearly he's gone down and done a, a nice job, gained the confidence. And I think he's probably played more with the edge that we talked about previously that, that wasn't necessarily always there up here. So what's sort of the next step towards saying, okay, I think he's now graduated to a point where we're comfortable playing him in the National Hockey League?
0: Well, the most important thing is actually having a roster spot for him, which we don't right now. Um, we're, we're pretty healthy up front. I mean, we've got a guy like Mason Shaw sitting in the stands. He's, you know, in a, in a short amount of time, he's accumulated a couple goals and assists. Like, uh, I think he's got four goals, maybe 11 assists, 15 points, something like that, and three fights or whatever. Like, he's he's been really good. So. There's no rush to just bring Marco up and, you know, like I, I said in another interview or whatever, like, I'm not going to bring him in here to save the day. Like right. he, he can't do that. That's that's too much pressure to put on a kid, and it, it's it's that's not going to happen. But that doesn't mean that somewhere down the line that Marco doesn't come back up and, and contribute. Um, you know, same thing with a number of guys down there.
1: Bill, too, with guys like Ryan Hartman and Felino who yeah had career seasons a year ago, were, are, were you surprised to see this amount, though, of, of drop-off just in their offensive and box score production here? I mean, those were two dudes that scored some big-time goals. They put up big numbers, but the drop-off has been a little significant. Was that even a surprise to you of how, of how little that maybe those guys have contributed offensively from a season ago?
0: Yeah, I actually am, you know, because I think a lot of both of the players, I, I think they're both um, capable to um, getting at least close to that. Um, and, you know, what? Is, and as much as everybody has a career year, everybody has off years, too. I'm just hoping that it's not something that's going to continue the last, you know, 31 games of the season that, uh, you know, they can find a scoring touch.
2: So uh, after the loss to the Stars last night, I saw that the players uh, closed the uh, locker room doors and had the old closed door thing as a former player especially what's your opinion of those like do those do those work are they just ordinarily frustration how how much validity do you put into the effectiveness of players actually telling the coaches we're going to discuss this amongst ourselves i believe in them i
0: believe the guys have to work it out on their own but and I don't know what was said in that one. I've been in, I've been in meetings like that that have really worked. And I've been in meetings like that that it was just a bunch of, bunch of people wanting to hear themselves talk. So it can go either way. And, um, you know, I, I believe in our group. I believe that they have actual true chemistry where um, they, they have the ability to say hard things to each other. Um, or about about themselves in front of each other, or about the team and what they have to do. So I, I don't I don't see this group as being one that would have a whole lot of time for a for a BS meeting. Um, and you know what? Hopefully it works.
2: What, what's the best one or the the, the most effective one that, that you were actually involved in at as a player? And if you could t- take us inside, feel oh, free. No, wait. Oh, hold on.
0: It was January fourteenth. 1997 at 1034 at night. I have no idea. Are you kidding? You don't don't remember an effect? You think I remember one?
2: I thought thought there might have been, you know, some words exchanged. I thought there – you know I'm always trying to get the old school stories. You know I want to hear them. I'm willing to bet – you know I'm willing to bet some F-bombs flew. Oh,
0: you think? That's an everyday conversation. I know it is, but I want to hear some of the juicy stuff. No, I I gotta be honest with you. I don't remember any one particular. I don't know. That, no, I I honestly don't remember like one particular one um, that that would you would find interesting. Oh, that's too bad. So, are you? So,
2: do you think right now with with, with the with the rocky stretch or rough stretch of late? Do you think the team is simply not playing well? Do, do you think that they're, like, when, when you watch this, are you upset and frustrated and mad, or are you upset, but you sort of see that, okay, seasons do go in cycles? I'm just cu- curious where, because it, it was off the top of the show, when you talked about this being two different teams at times, I'm just curious wh- where that leaves a GM and a coach as far as the thought process on what they have with the team, and I guess it's makeup.
0: Well, I, I, I will say this. Being in, in my position, watching games from where I do, the game is extremely easy. Um, it, it, is, it is an unfair assessment of how the game really goes. Because if you go down a couple levels and you watch either at ice level or close to ice level, you will see that there is not nearly as much room uh, as as you you might think, um, and I know you watch from up there too, so it it is an unfair assessment. So during the game, but yeah, during the game, there are times I get frustrated, um, and I think a lot of the frustration comes from me not being able to do anything. Um, it's it's in the players' hands now. Even even the coaches can only you know say so much when the players have had to. Uh, um, you know they have to carry out the, the you know the, the task um, the one thing i do see is is our our execution level is not at a very high level right now um you know last night i was a little frustrated with you know what our, our our passing was off like we're putting it in each other's feet we're not if a guy wants a one-timer it's a little behind him it's not where you know he, he needs it if you know if we we're not catching passes. And so simple things like that, I think need to get better in order for us to, to, to be more consistent and be more successful.
1: Really looking at the back to the trade deadline, just a little bit here. Uh, you know, you said you're receiving calls and vice versa compared to a year ago. And I know every year is different because uh, the trade deadline is even pushed back a, a little bit further for this season do you anticipate that this being kind of a similar active trade deadline? I know it's a little early to forecast, but where where is your kind of barometer shifting of it being an active trade deadline around the league, or is it just kind of status quo as it is right now?
0: You know, we get asked that every year and I think every year it's active, you know, it's just, it just happens, you know, it deals, deals just start coming through and, and, you know, Teams uh, find themselves in a different position that they thought they'd be, or um, you know, uh, once a player that once had too high an asking price comes down, and you can do it, or what, whatever it is. I just think you know, we're all watching TV, and you see the the, the trades start coming through. It's always it's always more than you think, or or you know, just, just as much as last year. So I always expect there to be a lot.
2: Last one, sir. Uh, Twelve games before the the d- deadline, nine are at home. How much is this next stretch of a dozen games going to essentially d- determine what you do or
0: don't do? It's pretty critical. I think this this next stretch of, of games is critical to our our whole season. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. um, we can't be giving away points. Um, you know, like like we did, uh, you know, the other night in in Arizona. Um, You know, we can't show up halfway through the game like we did last night in Dallas. Uh, We just just can't do it. We can't afford it. Uh, Nobody's slowing down. Everybody's staying in it. It You know, including us, including us. We're not going anywhere. But, but, uh, you know, we have to understand, too, this might come down to the last day of the season.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So when we have a home stretch like this, I know it's a little long and this and that and whatever. No, nothing matters now. We need to win hockey games.
2: Great stuff, sir. Thanks. Appreciate yeah, the time. Yeah, been
0: All too right. long.
2: See you at the rink. We'll we'll have you on <laughs> soon again, okay? All right, we'll, great. We'll ask you back way sooner. All right.
0: Yeah, I want my parting gift, too.
2: You got it. Yeah, your parting gift. <laughs> it's suggestions from me about what you can do. How about that for a parting gift?
0: Oh, God, thanks.
2: <laughs> Appreciate it, Philly. <laughs> See you, Bill. All right, Wild GM, Bill Guerin, as always, candid, great stuff. Uh Let's re- react to that. But before we do that, Dex, why don't you tell me about a potential Valentine's Day gift that you think the uh, the viewers of JHS would definitely be interested in, especially for the gal?
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh Valentine's Day coming up, and and sometimes, guys, right, like, yeah, you're kind of at the drawing board. Yeah, you could go to the classic flowers route, but, you know, that's time kind to of cliche. It can be really expensive. You don't know what you want to do. I've been talking about my friends Judd at popcorn for a while now. How about this bad boy? I have to get out I have to back up. Whoa. A bit. I have to back whoa, up. A whoa, whoa, whoa. Bring
2: bring that closer uh-huh. though. Let's let let's see the yeah, lift that up. That's nice. Got some popcorn in here. Oh, it's beautifully decorated. His or hers. You know, that, that his
1: or her would love to have. You can get this at Popcorn. You know, it, we're, we're recording this. It's still Valentine's Day weekend. We all know every guy procrastinates to the last possible minute, especially after Super Bowl Sunday. So right before the big game starts, maybe. You want, let's head on over to Popcorn.com. once com. you order this bad boy? If you're in the Metro or you're in the Twin Cities area, great. You can go, go in their store at Minnetonka off Shady Oak Road in 62. It's in the Metro, or you can order online at Popcorn.com. Go check out my friends at Popcorn.com, the most delicious small batches of popcorn, on the planet. Go check out poppedcorn.com.
2: Absolutely love that. All right. What was your biggest takeaway from our, our uh, conversation with Bill Gary?
1: I'm guessing yours is potentially the same because we pressed him a little bit on it, but the fact he pretty harped on it, that this problem is internal and not internal Judd, in my opinion of, of a toxic internal issue.
2: That's what I was trying to ferret out. And yes, I agree completely. It,
1: he using. wasn't saying that there's a internal toxic issue, which this team in previous recollections uh, uh, and and previous captains have endured, I, I, Bill is not insinuating that, and nor nor do I believe that that's the issue either. He truly believes, and this is where I, that's why I also I asked him about the regression. Is it surprising to see Hartman and Felinos. I think even he was taken back by because
2: you called it. It's because you called. Well, it. I wanted a little a bit of. Want a little bit a of victory. point. You hey, were talking hey, about hey, this a year ago, and hey. I've given you praise. Hey, hey, hey!
1: I gave. I I admitted I was wrong on Eric's neck. I was going to shove it in you his did. face that I was going to be right about Hartman and I know, and but Felino. you were
2: calling regression on these two like in October of twenty whatever it was. Uh, but
1: but I did find that very interesting. Uh, that mm-hmm. the biggest thing here is it's not in it's not a toxic issue. It's not injuries. It's internal battle with some of these players that is causing them to lose points, causing them to lose games and then also uh, causing them to lose some confidence too.
2: Lots of things that I I thought were intriguing. One is um I think Marco Rossi is closer to coming back up than I did th- previously and and not not coming back up because first of all I said we don't have a roster spot. Well, guess what? You can make one, yeah, yeah, it's easy really. to. Give me a second pencil. I can get Second of all, I all, I, I totally get the let's let's uh, let's um not dumb down, that's not the right word. Let's reduce the expectations here. Mm-hmm. But he certainly, but I mean, I think off your question, he certainly left it open that there's an opportunity that guys from Des Moines could come up here and help. For sure. And Rossi's probably atop that list. So, and look, they need centers. They need talent there. So I guess I went into a conversation thinking that he was going to really downplay it again. And all he really said was, hey, it's not fair to expect the kid to turn into Gretzky. But, like, he also didn't say, no, 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 he ain't coming up. So I would not be surprised if, if the 5-on-5 five five scoring problems happen. And, by the way, the Wild right now, 5-on-5 five five for the season. So this is not just recent. 85 5-on-5 five five goals, they're twenty eighth. Now, amazingly, like, 29th is the Colorado Avalanche, which is absolutely incredible. But, um, you know, this team right now, and really for the season, has consistently not scored goals 5-on-5. Five five. Kevin Fiala being gone is huge. Uh, my other takeaway was, and this is not a surprise at all, but, you know, the importance of the next 12 games and nine at home and a seven-game homestand. And if they go belly up here, I think that's probably it. Uh, there's no doubt that Bill Guerin is not going to, because I take what almost everything he says at face value, Dex. He not, he's not going to make a trade for the sake of saying, I made a trade. Yep, It's going to be a trade to help. And, and that's again. I like how he sort of he is putting a lot of internal pressure on guys who are here right now, uh, which I really like. So, I guess the best way to describe this, just in total fairness to the situation, is fluid. Yeah, like he's far from decided yet, but he's not. Also, you know, do you get the sense that this guy just is simply not going to panic? Because that's my sense.
1: Oh, he won't panic. No, and like that's... I don't think
2: he's going to be like, I got to make a trade to make a trade. No, 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 make... no, no, no. You know, the guy that told the owner, who is good friends with Ryan Souter, that I'm buying Prezi and Souter out, very much is going to have control of, of this. And I think there's a fighting chance he might say this team's not worth it because you don't, if you're Bill Garrett, you don't make a trade to try to win the first round. Correct. You either make a trade to try to make it to the cup or you say, you know what? And he did say this in a couple of years, it might be far more appropriate. And he's right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I don't want him to make a panic trade either, um, and nor do I think he's going to do that. Could he make a trade that, you know, that it could help this team in the long run because they need a shot in the arm? To a degree, he will do that, but he's not going to be, he's not going to panic to do it. He's not going to uh, give up significant assets to make that happen. Um, I I agree. I think he's a very candid guy. Look, a lot of executives and a lot of GMs and to a degree, is Bill also kind of, Spinning us a little bit, for sure. That's what GMs do, man. And that's that's not anything of breaking news. But I think in general, he's he lays most of the stuff out there. He's he's not gonna completely lie to your face like a lot of other executives in this town. Um, and this homestand is very important because uh, if they can pull this off and get right back into it, it's a crowded West. They've lot, left a lot of points on the board recently, so uh, you got to make some hay here.
2: Yeah, and and the thing about this homestand, especially the next seven games, they are tough. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not cream puffs. This is not like just the Blackhawks showing up. This is, you know, the Golden Knights tonight on Thursday and and the Dallas Stars and the Devils. Although, Jack Hughes is hurt now, and he's not going to play on Saturday. As a fan of hockey, very disappointed. (laughs) If you're a fan of the Wild, you're probably pleased by that. The other thing, to your point, too, is I think the shot in the arm trade was Ryan Reeves. So I think they've gone down that path. Like, Reeves gave this team a shot. Like he came in, this team was timid, meek. I don't know what the right word is. But when they didn't get off to a good start, they, they lacked all the personality that I thought that they had in spades a year ago. And Ryan Reeves changed that. So I don't think Bill Guerin, though, is now going to say, you know what? It's time for another personality trade. A personality trade helps shape the room, but it's also not going to get you to a Stanley Cup Finals. So I, I just find all of those things to be intriguing. Going to wrap things up shortly here. Again, we appreciate Bill Guerin's time. But before we do, Declan, I want to tell you about my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who helped me drop 40 pounds and, most importantly, have helped me keep the weight off. Now, that's the key here because I said Livia Weight Control Centers. This is not a diet. Look at the guy on the left. Look at the guy on the right. That's right. Sports dad, it's the same guy. Can you believe it? But the guy on the right, much like me today, lost the weight and got help keeping the weight off it's a lifestyle change that i can tell you right now and a lot of people uh who who are score north listeners can attest to because we've had a ton of people join and it's been great for them as well um they can tell you that this program works and right now if you give them a call or go online 50 percent off 50 percent off all you have to ask for is the judd offer from score north 855 go livia livia l-i-v-e-a.com livia.com begins your weight loss journey and most importantly, keeping the weight off. Final thoughts, my good man.
1: Uh, I I hope uh, we get a little bit more action here. We saw some trade deadline stuff trickle in right before we recorded today, Tarasenko on the move uh, to the Rangers.
2: Yeah, so Patrick Kane now will probably almost certainly off the table right. as far as that
1: goes. Right. And look, I know what Cross Sport, obviously it's, it's NBA trade deadline day and we're recording this. So that's getting all the headlines, and rightfully so. It's been a great day. And go check out Flagrant Howls on this YouTube channel if you uh, want some basketball and Wolves breakdown from the Wolves trading D-low. uh But with the NHL side, now that Teresinko is starting to go, we obviously saw Bo Horvat go. Here's one I'm curious on. And I saw, I believe, our uh, other friend of the show, Puck Daddy, form, the artist formerly known as Puck Daddy, Greg Washinsky, talk about this. What's going to happen in Detroit with Dylan Larkin? This is well, very um, interesting to me.
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because he's the captain. He's from there. He's a hero there. Uh, but Stevie, Y, Stevie, Y is a tough nut to crack? He is yeah. glamorillo like. And so he's not going to just open up the checkbook. I think they I think they think that they'll probably get some type of, in the end of the day, a hometown discount. I don't know if they're right. But if that guy hits the market, he getting paid. Mm-hmm. He's a really oh, good player. Dude. I don't know that I don't know the Red Wings are at a point where they can let him go though.
1: No. No, you no. Know, he's
2: such an integral part of a team that's been so bad now, unfortunately, because it was fun when they were good for so long. But yeah, that's a that's a really intriguing, intriguing question. Um I think we are going to see to, to go to your question to Bill. I think we're going to see, much like we did with the NBA today, a ton of deadline mm-hmm. deals. Yeah, and, a lot and, of contracts expiring.
1: And if I mean, if if they were to make him available, they would get they get way more than Bo Horvath. Like they'd get more than Tarasenko. Like, oh, they, they would get a, for a lack of better words, King's ransom. Uh, to yep. use the Gretzky term when well, he was traded. I mean, you'd get you'd get a haul.
2: Especially if you, especially if he knew that he was going to sign an extension with his new team. Yeah. You know, if he's going to get an extension with his new team, then yeah, they would absolutely kill. But there's gonna be there's a lot of very intriguing names now out there. Um, you know, heck, just start with the Blackhawks and Kane and Taze. And I mean Kane to me, you know, if Kane goes to to the right team, goes home to Buffalo, mm-hmm. you know, that guy has a lot left. Taze, I'm not sure about as far as what's left in the tank. I think they're both thirty four. But yeah, I'm with you. I think this is going to be great fun. And of course Judd's hockey show will continue to discuss.
1: Uh by the way, All right. yep. before we wrap up Go check out some Tommy sports this weekend. You got the oh, university of St. Thomas They're, uh They are home this weekend against Northern Michigan right at St. Thomas ice arena. You can hear the games on ESPN 1500. This radio dial, it helps uh, keep the lights on as well. Or you can go, uh, go check out some hockey in person. Go to Tommy sports.com. Nice affordable tickets there. Go check out Tommy sports.com. Obviously you can listen to it on ESPN 1500. Uh, UST, my guy, Enrico Blase uh, hosting Northern Michigan this weekend. Uh, at St. Thomas Ice Arena. Go check out the University of Tommy's Men's Hockey. Go check it out.
2: Fantastic. And we are back soon. Th- thanks again to Bill Guerin. I would imagine that we'll try and get him on again oh, yeah. uh, around or right after the
1: March 3rd. Yeah, we, no no, uh, no more lapses. Otherwise, uh, I don't yeah, want Yeah, he gave me crap the last don't... time I talked. He's
2: like, when are you going to have me back on? Are you pissed off at me? I was like, no. Don't, uh, don't, don't get, get Billy on our bad side to, here, okay? Don't, I don't want to
0: infringe on your time. Yeah, That's all I said.
1: That. All right, pass shoot right. score.
0: You know, there's no room for petty bull.